You know the worst part about the coronavirus, Tony? Is oh, God. It's this forced quarantine at home with your fucking family. <laughs> that, is, that is just a, the worst. It's just the worst. Over, that's a hot take. That's just the worst. I mean, listen, I love my children for about <laughs> three days, and then it's far too much. Yeah, you know, I have not really had my kids at the house while working from home. That's good. Uh, yeah, I do. I do tomorrow. You're on that so, WFH. Yeah. Oh, yeah. WFH. Uh, you know, FTW. Yeah. WOW. WFH. <laughs> Nationwide's on your side. You know what I'm saying? XBOX. <laughs> XBLA. <laughs> got yeah. The, got the whole shebang. But you know that we had, we had a, one of Julian's friends come over the other night. And it was like fine. Like the night was fine. The next day was brutal just because it's just, it's kid overkill. You know what I mean? Like these kids aren't uh, supposed yeah. to go outside. You know, they, it's just not a whole lot to do. And it's just yeah. been, it's been brutal, Tony. And pretty, I, I pretty, don't know soon, pretty soon they're going to start spreading coronavirus through Fortnite. Yeah. They're, I don't, I don't really know what there. to do. Like, I'm pretty sure you can buy coronavirus as a dance on Fortnite right now. I'm pretty sure that's. Pretty sure that's. I the hope thing that's you can not do. true. I hope you're being facetious. I mean, I don't know. Listen, you buy the Carlton, you you buy the the lawnmower, what's, what's and you the buy coronavirus dance on Fortnite. Like it's like you just a, gasping a for coughs and then you die. It's you gasping for air as you die. Yeah. Oh jeez. <laughs> that's a world we live in, man. Hit it. <laughs> Welcome, DTS Podcast. My name's Tony. Hello, That's I'm DV. Hello, hello. DV in the I'm house. I'm going to start calling you DV. We're going to bring the DV in. I mean, I'm fine with that. Derek Vance, DV. Hello. Derek Vance. Delta Vance. I need a, I need a cool name, though. Uh, T. Welch, baby. It's all, it's already there. T-Dubs. Yeah, T. We go T-Dubs. T-Welch. Uh, Huggy Bear. Know, whatever, whatever feels organic. I mean, Little Bitch. <clears> my mom. Little Bitch is probably the closest that you have to a nickname, let's be honest. Uh, my my mom back in the day used to call me Little Prince. <laughs> like no, she used to call me Prince Chunk. Prince and, uh, Chunk. Yep. And then late, a little later in life, like uh, I was in maybe middle school. My brother was in high school. She called me uh, Pork Chop. Did you do the truffle shuffle? Is that why she called I, you Prince Chunk? No, I was just always a thick kid. You know, that's a pretty a good like, wrestler name, though. Pork chop? No, but like Prince Chunk. You know, you like you got Prince Devitt, and now you got the Prince Finn Balor. I mean, you could be Prince yeah. Chunk, and you know, you got you got King Mabel. Yeah, and King. Prince Chunk. King Mabel. Uh, but my brother, right? So like, she used to call me. She used to call me Pork Chop when I got a little older. Yeah. So my brother taught his kids to call me Uncle Pork Chop. So. Uncle Pork Chop. Yep. And now, now my nieces are all a little older. I've got a 13 year old niece and she just calls me, uh, she just calls me uncle shithead. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we're working better than uncle fat piece of shit. There could be, you know, it could be be way worse. Uncle FPLS. Yeah, man. (laughs) (laughs) FPLS is my new favorite genre of video games. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> right. Play my, we're, we're all playing the FPLS. So the quarantine game is the FPLS. That's Absolutely. right. Absolutely. Oh, that's uh, pretty good. Hi, Tony. How are you? 
Uh, you know, I'm on lockdown, man, doing yeah. the full work from home. Yeah. Uh, right now we're under a tornado watch, so yeah. I could get swept up off my feet any it's, moment. It's literally the worst. I mean, you see like the Death Star memes like, oh, we didn't think it get, get any worse. And they're like, there's the Death Star or things like that. Like, <laughs> it's yeah. happening, dude. Like we're, we're it's all fucked. Yeah. If you would listen to our last episode, I mean, we went ham on the coronavirus with all the shutdowns and the work stoppages and stuff. It's it's 10 times, if not 30 or 40 times worse right now. I just don't know how we continue to get farther down this rabbit hole. You know what I mean? Like we, we talked about how how far we thought it was going to go and it went beyond our expectations. And now here we are a week later and the the, the guy who calls himself the president of the United States was on uh, the news today talking about the China virus, which we'll get to. The governor was out there talking about things. It, you know, people are talking about they might be inputting curfews, which is insane. Like this feels yep. Yep. crazy. Yeah, there's a there's a really wild report that came out and was taken down shortly after. But, you know, on the Internet, you can't get rid of anything that the coronavirus have mutated and now can be uh, can enter the the water supply. Um, But there's also all this shit that now it's affecting 20 and 30 year olds and it wasn't really impacting many 20 and 30 year olds before. So the whole thing is a is a mess. Yeah. But the curfew thing is the crazy shit like. They shut down businesses at eight o'clock. Like ain't nothing open past eight o'clock, and and now you may not even be able to go out of your house past eight o'clock. Well, it's it's getting like from a personal standpoint. I'll I'll delve into my personal life a little bit. You know, you talk about you're working from home and things like that. I've been on spring break with the kids, which good week to do it. You know, with everything happening, um, but some things are shaking down at work right now. Uh, they're dropping us down to uh, like thirty two hours a week, which is weird because I work. 12 hour shifts technically, but some things are shifting around at work right now that I might be working a different schedule and also taking a pay cut um, temporarily. And uh, the coconut uh, is, is also possibly and probably I I say probably when it's happening, um, her business is going to be shutting down for uh, for a good portion of time. Yeah. There's four. It's going to be pretty tight in the Vance household. And I don't mean the good way. uh, Yeah. There's a, there's small business relief loans, you know, stuff like that. I mean, if, if you're out there and you run a, I don't even know what constitutes a small business by the government rules nowadays, but I think I it's saw based all on kinds of posts. income, right? Or revenue you have. Yeah. Typically if you have less than 250,000 in payroll, I think you're considered a small business quote unquote, but I don't know what, I mean, there's so many tax loopholes and shit, who knows, but I saw on LinkedIn uh, guys like Mark Cuban, um, CEOs of other companies are, urging small business owners to to get relief from the government get stipends and crap like that i think i've got a good idea for our first shirt tony i know uh the the the, the good coconut came out with a, a pretty hot uh idea for a shirt last week which we didn't even end up talking about unfortunately but uh um you know we, i forget we, what hers was it was uh you you, know, you bring the ding i'll bring the dong yeah something about you're gonna ding me i'm gonna dong you similar to what you know we talk about let's see uh give me the ding was her idea you said you bring the ding i'll bring the dong um that's right yeah you know, I, I think at this point, and you know, I wouldn't call us anywhere near a small business, but you go uh, small business in the streets, big business in the sheets. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I'm trying to bring in the house. Yeah. yeah you go ahead and roll that. I won't be partaking <laughs> personally, but all right, fine. you go ahead, go ahead and hire, a, a, hire you, a designer on Fiverr. Big, 
with big business in the streets and small business in the sheets? Is that what's happening in your life? That would be more apropos, I would say. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's more because more, more about, real life. How about big business in the streets? Ain't no fucking business in the sheets right now. Okay, <laughs> let's let's just be honest about the real life situation and, of Tony Marshall. I'm handy between the sheets is more like what's oh, you know what I'm buddy, so, I got um, the whole toolbox under there, <laughs> the whole kitchen sinks under there. <laughs> water bottles the whole thing um yeah it's just it's just a weird time right now you know i just i don't know what's going to happen you know as as the kids are out of school till april there's a possibility they're not going to be even um going back to school you know i believe somebody said that kansas city canceled school like through the end of the year which is crazy i don't know what's going on yeah i just don't understand it so it's uh it's all kind of crazy um things are happening I and i don't know i don't really know either i mean i know we're gonna get into it but we've, we've got an agenda let's let's stick to that we're gonna hit hit the uh the transition and we'll go right into the first uh news of the day who's the goat uh i'm talking about any sport any stone cold steve austin yeah, that, that is the correct answer. <laughs> I mean, some people may not call wrestling a sport, but that's it's, fine. That motherfucker's the goat. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, there it is. There that's what I'm looking for. Yep. Yeah, you dong, I, so I ding. I, I don't have to do this because I don't get a ding on this one, but he is the literal toughest son of a bitch alive. That's a That's a freebie. Yep. Uh, listen, Tom Brady, TB12, yeah. comes out on, on his Insta a few days ago and says, days, hey, yeah. When uh, free agency started for the NFL, Tom Brady. I mean, we don't have to say it's NFL. We don't have to say the Patriots. Yeah, Tom, Tom Brady. We just say Tom TB, Brady. TB12. TB12. He comes out and he says he's not going back to the Patriots. Uh, not not a shocker for a lot of people, I don't feel like. Um, but then within, what, 12 hours, maybe even less, not he... Even half a day. Yeah, he signs with the Bucks. Well, he's going he to signed, it's still, it's still pretty premature, right? There is no deal in place. Yeah. But it's it's, it, it's he hasn't probably had. happening. Yeah, he wants to stay on the the East Coast. There was there were some reports that he was like a skosh away from signing with San Diego, but that his California family didn't want to. Yeah, his, well, he is. Sure, yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. He's a California but kid. His family didn't want to navigate from the East to the West Coast every other sure. week or whatever for games. So well, and you talk about a team at Tampa Bay who's got a good offense an okay defense but hasn't really put it all together Jameis winston was what first in t- first in yards second in touchdowns and first in interceptions last year so you can't you can't win games that way but the, the I, dude, you can't discount Jameis winston he has got talent it's just not utilized properly i'm pretty surprised that he's probably going to be riding pine I mean that yeah. that to me is I don't surprising. I mean they're talking about him not even having a job next year. That's that's insane to me. That that is literally I, insane. I don't see why. I mean you can't get more in a year out of Tom Brady, I would think. Yeah. I and I, I'm I also want to know what the contract looks like. I mean, the guy's forty three. You can't be paying him like a top five quarterback. Let's let because there's not there hasn't been any deal put out yet. Here's can we can we type out some some uh guesses here, Tony? T Welch, T Baby. The contract structure looks yep. like Yep. Derek Vance is going. I'm say two, one year, twelve million. I'm going two year, fifty mil, forty of it guaranteed. Uh, you are off your rocker, my dude. <laughs> if that saying. if that happens, I Let's will personally lick the coronavirus off you. <laughs> Let's see, Tampa. I'm just going to type this in real quick. Tampa Bay Bucks uh, cap I mean, space. There are a lot of quarterbacks getting paid way too much money. And this might be his only chance to truly cash out that he's ever had in his career because he's he's been given up the money to stay at 
in New England. They've only got um, 48 mil cap space. So there's that. There, so there's a way that a good cap guy could uh, – he could fr- uh, backload the contract. So right. um, typically a signing bonus, uh, you're not – it's not going to hit your cap. So if they wanted to give him like a $12 million signing bonus, like <laughs> that's all well and good. If they've just got the free money, I mean, they're going to make so they're going to make a dick load of money just on his jersey. So this is so. on NFL.com. I guess maybe we're maybe we just didn't do enough research onto this. This says Brady has finalized an agreement already. Okay. On a deal worth thirty million a year. <laughs> oh my god! So I told you, and that's I don't know that that's again been finalized. This is NFL.com reporting this. Um, Jeremy Bregman or Bergman? I'm is sorry. A multi-year deal. Uh, it, it says per year, a source informed NFL uh, insider Ian Rappaport. So no official signing yet. But again, I what I just say, 40 mil guaranteed to year 50. So they even give him two years 60. That's I, I, I still win that argument all day. I, I don't know enough about the NFL these days. I got enough Corona for you to start looking now, brother. Yeah, that is... I don't know where that stacks up, but it's got to be up there among yeah. yearly pay. Well, like Joe back, Flacco's contract was like $24 million a year. That's way too and much that was for Flacco, Flacco, and he's gone. Yeah. Cut him today. But go back and look at Peyton, right? Go look and see what Peyton was getting paid. A lot. And he restructured his deal to get better talent on that team to get him that way because he he is the GOAT. Uh, and I'm I'm not a Peyton Manning fan, but that dude has done it all. So, you know, all that, but right. Tom Brady going to the Bucks, that's crazy to me. I, I don't know. I mean, he likes Bruce Arians, who what used to be the head coach at Arizona. Um, yeah, there's some that, connection. There. He likes that play calling style. So, I mean, you're talking about a great receiver core, decent running. Undoubtedly upgrades in the position. Well, and again, the report today was the Buccaneers are now fielding all the calls from people going, yo, <laughs> Tom Brady, huh? I'll, I'll come over there. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's uh, it's crazy to me. Cody Kessler is the current depth chart leader in, in New England. Um, highly unlikely that they don't pick somebody up within this free agency period. Probably unlikely that they draft anybody. I mean, here here's the thing. Patriots, they know how to draft quarterbacks. You had Matt Leiner. Uh, you had uh, – What's, yeah. Who's the guy that played? I, I said Matt Liner, but I don't think that's you right. didn't mean like who, Matt Liner. Matt Liner was a Cardinal. Who, who played that one year that TB was out and took him to the playoffs? Garoppolo. No, that you. I'm talking like 2011. Oh, uh, yeah, I know who you're talking about. He ended up getting a pretty big deal, but it wasn't worth a shit. He did, yeah. So I mean, they know how to draft pretty good quarterbacks, but the, you got Garoppolo, Jacoby Ellsbury. Um, but not Jacoby Ellsbury. That's Jacoby the Ellsbury. Listen, dude, I know you want Jesus baseball Christ. season back, but it's not happening. Yeah. Uh, Jacoby Brissett, they, they, uh, they drafted. Had, they had Brissett. Really, yep. Yep. So they, they know how to draft a quarterback. Ryan, even Ryan Lockett was the, not that bad. Yeah, uh, sure. Once he left the team. So Matt listen, Castle. Sorry, Matt Castle. Matt Castle. Yeah, then he got a deal from the Chiefs that was not worth a fuck. He was not worth a fuck down there. He he meandered around a couple teams, but he wasn't horrible. I would yeah, say. Yeah, I mean you're right. He he was with the Patriots for three years, the Chiefs for three years, the Vikings for two, and then he bounced around. They're undoubtedly system quarterbacks that they draft, but it's their systems, like whatever. But to me, this is like the domino, right? Uh, next comes Belichick within the next year or two. I feel like fired or leaves. 
Oh, there's no, there's no chance in hell you fire Bill. I, Bill I agree. I was just asking your opinion. Of him like touching some, some, some girls or something. Like, so let, let's go one more. What are we talking for the Patriots record here? Barring some weird shit doesn't happen and Tom Brady does come back. If the Patriots roll without Tom Brady, what are we looking at for a record? I, I don't want to say 500, but I, I'm going to say 500. I was going to say nine and six. I'm going to, I'm going to give him the benefit because the defense is still, that defense was good up until the last two or three games of the season. And that can that can get you far. Look what it did for the Broncos. What about the last game? Yeah, that last game, dude. Talk about it. No, I'm talking about your nine and six. There's 16 games. Do the math. Oh shit, no. Nine and seven. Nine and seven. I'm sorry. And it's actually going to be nine and eight here before too long because there's yeah, going to be another right. game added. But yeah, you're right. Sorry, nine and seven. Ten and seven. What a world we live in, man. Coronavirus, and now Tom Brady's no longer a Patriot. I yeah, I don't know. It's, Isn't that crazy? It is really weird. Is is Gronkowski going to come out of retirement to go play for the Buccaneers? I'm gonna uh, give boy, you. A I, had, I had not contemplated that. I'm gonna go 75. Yes, I. He's been out of the league for two years, basically. A year, but last year almost. It'll be two years this year. Come back and play. Yeah, that's a long time for any football player. Uh, what do you mean? What do you? Jason what do you Witten mean? To just look did for? it. Okay, Jason Witten is a beast. Uh, he's he's a Rock different is a breed. bigger beast and a better tight end. I guess, yeah. And for him being young, maybe he can get back in shape. But the reason he left was all about his back injuries. Like, yeah. Well, I mean, you uh, take a year off, you host WrestleMania, you're probably fine. Wait, whoa, spoilers! Sorry. Uh, which night is he hosting? Whoa! Oh, that's okay. All right. That's a, that's a tease. All right. Next story. Sean Payton. Uh, Sean Payton. He's got the corona. He's got the corona, baby. <laughs> no, 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 okay. <laughs> We cannot make light of somebody having Corona. Why? Okay. Well, Do you want to cry about it instead? That's crazy, though, because, I mean, what is that? I don't even know what that means. He has to have been in contact with players and coaches. Oh, yeah, easily. Well, and you got to think, yeah. like, I read an article, I think, today on ESPN that the, they tested the entire Thunder organization and nobody had it in the Oklahoma City Thunder. You know, and it's like, uh, Good, I, I want to say there was a, a question to the leader of the free world or whatever you want to call him. And they're like, uh, is, is money playing a factor in who gets tested for this virus? And he's like, oh, I don't know anything about that. <laughs> like no shit, motherfucker. An entire basketball team gets tested and you're like, uh, Mr. Mr. Trump, I'm, I'm an 18 year old white dude. Can I, can I get a test? And he's like, eh, what's your income base? You know what I mean? Like, that's that's a little ridiculous, but uh, there are a lot of that conspiracy going around. Sean Payton, um, who is, you know, he's undoubtedly out there, uh, looking at different quarterbacks and different players for the, for the, for the teams in contact with scouts and other coaches, like how far is it? I kind of wonder too. Sean Payton is one of the most veteran coaches in the league. Uh, I don't know that he was involved in the CBA contracts because a lot of coaches and owners get involved in those quite a bit. Um, So yeah, who knows? I don't know enough to speculate on what exposure he has had to other people in the league. Sad news, though. I mean, the, hopefully the guy pulls through. We've been hearing these stories about different celebrities getting uh, getting right coronavirus, but not like what has happened since then. Um, are they hospitalized? Are they are they sick? Like what's well, they, going on? So, they released Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson. They're back at home, quarantined, still, but back at home. Yeah. I, uh, Idris Elba, he's got the Rona. Um, yeah. You know, uh, Chris Sale doesn't have the Rona, but does have something, Tony. Oh, that was the wrong button. <laughs> uh, 
there we set go. you up for it and you fucked it up. That's your ding, but you messed <laughs> it up entirely. That should be a ding for you for messing up. He's uh, he's got he's got to have the Tommy John. He's got to have I don't I don't even know what it's actually called these days. Tommy John. Tommy yeah. John. Is, no, but it's it's there's actually a medical term. Well, there's been a medical term for it forever, but they called it Tommy John surgery because he was the the first one, first player. Yeah. 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 Now, what I did not bother to really read is if this was necessary or optional. My guess is it's actually necessary based on his throwing style. Um, he's probably probably a little stiffened up. So Tommy John for the uninitiated, they basically cut a tendon out of your elbow so that you can snap the the ball harder as a pitcher. Uh, so you can get greater velocity on your pitches. And for a guy like Sale, a little, little further into his career, Tommy John is very common because your velocity begins to drop. Your fastballs go from 96, 97 to 94, 95, uh, if, if not lower. I think Sale's average was like 93 last year for fastball. Um so this allows them to get higher velocity and better control later in their career. So this is a uh, this is him choosing to undergo this procedure um, out of fear of delaying it. Also with the idea that hey maybe we don't even end up having a uh, a baseball season this year. Uh, and for well for your medical terminology, this is ulnar collateral ligament repair. So it's up LC something right? What's uh, it called? I mean U UCL UCL okay. ulnar. U L N A R ulnar collateral ligament repair. Yeah, so it's very much like the uh, like an MCL or an ACL. It's a connective tendon that helps with like the flexibility and keeps shit straight. But apparently, these these uh, pitchers for the last couple decades, they're just getting that shit snipped, and eventually one day, maybe I think they can get it repaired once they retire. But. Well, a couple of them end up having uh, having to have Tommy John a couple of, multiple, times. multiple times. Yeah, it's a deal. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's crazy to think that you undergo an optional surgery to like fuck up your <laughs> wreck uh, your whole elbow just to come back to elbow and uh, just to be able to l- play a little longer. But whatever. I mean, the Red Sox. I was gonna. It's a we're gonna be an abbreviated season probably. Yeah. If we get uh, even if we get eighty games, I'll be happy. But I don't even know that we're gonna get that at this point. I'd have been shocked under a full season if they would have won eighty games. So yeah, this. It's only going to hurt them worse. Uh, 12 to 14 months he's out, so hopefully he'll be back stronger and ready to go next year. God, you hope. That's all I can say. Big news, Derek. All right, Tony. You told me, to, told open, Derek you told me to open Derek. wide. <laughs> yeah, so I told Derek, I said, hey, you better be prepared for tonight because I'm going to open your throat and I'm going to shit down your throat so hard because – the Xbox X Series X and the PlayStation 5 were both kind of revealed this week, uh, all the hardware specs, and uh, there's no question that the Xbox One, uh, the Xbox Series X is by far the winner. It's superior in pretty much every way. Here's here's where I'm at. Oh, it's going to be cheaper. No. Anthony Welchel. <laughs> Anthony Welchel, let me ask you a question. Lay it on me. In this console cycle, not with the iteration of the of the consoles, just at launch, right? You with me so far? Uh-huh. Who charged more money? Well, Xbox. Xbox, okay. Who had the better titles on their console? Mm, well, Game of the Decade would tell you Xbox. What? All right, sorry. There you go. Don't <laughs> fuck that up. Don't do that. Uh, so, so you're telling me... 
that even if it's more on price, but less powerful, because then you move to the iterative consoles. Tell me, Tony, on the iterative consoles, who's got the more powerful console? Uh, the Xbox. Okay. Who's got the better software? I think the Xbox, but I think what you want me to say is PlayStation. I think you know that it's PlayStation, but you would like to feel that it's Xbox. I hate the PlayStation UI. You do? And I just don't. I don't like you, the look. You also it. are a sucker for tech specs. This speaks to you in a way that most things don't. You get a raging chode for your tech specs, especially when the word. Nothing to do with it. You asked me. You asked me who's got the better UI. I said well, Xbox. No, I, I just. I'm not. Not just. Not just that. I said software, as in software titles, as in video games. One thing that I like about the PlayStation is the Twitch integration and, and the share play. So I'll give that. It, but at the same time, like I said, when you're talking about first party titles, Sony is still out there slinging it. It's still bringing the heat. Even as we head towards the end of this console year, you've got a game like Last of Us 2, right? You've got Persona 5 Royale, right? Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. You've got, uh, I almost called it Sekiro, uh, that damn samurai. Huh? Yeah, you're going to go through Shushima. Yeah, go through Shushima uh, in June. The the first party titles have not stopped being better than anything Xbox has produced. Whether or not it's the more powerful console, I have never given two ready fucks. I don't care at all. To me, it's all about the software you're putting out on that console, right? Okay. Oh, here's what I'll say since you since you paused. Okay, yeah, this is back and forth. I'm going to give you a win on on one thing that you said, which was that the hardware this time around is not going to matter as much as the software. Um, and the reason I say that is because the SSDs are by far the massive jump forward this console generation. Graphics great, teraflops awesome but the ssd is where it all starts and stops that's that advanced hard drive that much 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 faster hard drive is going to decrease your load times it's going to increase your draw distances so like your whole gaming experience quality of life just went way up and by all reports the playstation ssd is proprietary it it is yes it is proprietary and will I mean, to me, that's that's going to be the game changer. Like the graphics aren't that important. I think it's still crazy, crazy. Derek, can you hear me when uh-huh. I say it's crazy uh-huh. that the PlayStation Five, uh-huh. okay, the PlayStation Cinco in twenty twenty, yes, sir, will still not output native four K. Okay, sure. Are you shitting me? Talk to me. Hit it. The Xbox One X did that. Like five years ago. The Xbox One X was not five years ago. Get out of here. Almost three years ago. Almost three years ago, sure. Here's here's another thing to think about, right? So if you wanted to run down the tech specs, Tony, I'm, I, you've got the comparison specs right there for you. I've got, a, I've got a lovely little picture already right here that we can kind of talk about. So you're talking between the two, the, uh-huh. the CPU, eight times, that's eight, Zen 2 cores, PlayStation rocking at a 3.5 gigahertz speed. This doesn't mean anything to most people. Xbox Series X, 3.8. However, it is locked at a 3.6 where the the PlayStation is going to have a variable frequency, which could be a benefit or could be a curse. You don't really know until you start playing the software, right? On the PS4 Pro, it's retrospectively, it's looked at as a detriment. But 
So then you look at the GPU, right? And the teraflops is the big thing. Everyone's talking about the fucking teraflops. And so you got Xbox with 12. They've got 58. uh, I I believe it's, is it like cubic cores or something like that? The CUs? Yeah, core units. Yeah, core units at a at a lower speed than what PlayStation is running at. PlayStation is running at less cores at a higher frequency, where the Xbox is trying to lock it in with more at less, which might take a workload off the CPU and off the entire system itself. Where PlayStation, I think, is really trying to push that limit. Right? Um, what, GD- what we've seen in what we've seen in gaming performance on computers with AMD's Ryzen chips and uh, more advanced. GPUs in the recent years is that having more units that run less is more efficient and gets you higher performance. So in that aspect, I think besides the raw number of teraflops, I think you still give that to the Xbox. I think the the RAM is essentially the same as far as the bandwidth. Xbox is doing two different wavelengths, it seems, where PlayStation is doing one dead center. Um, So I think that's kind of a wash, in my opinion. Same Blu-ray drive. Now, this is, I think... (laughs) And I'm hoping that this doesn't stay because talk about the weirdest marketing thing you've ever seen on a box. I'm going to walk into a store, right? Paint this picture for you. I'm going to go into Best Buy. I'm going to go over to the Xbox Series X. Oh, man, sleek is looking console. It's got a terabyte solid state hard drive. It's a custom hard drive still. One terabyte. Let me swing around the corner here. Go to the end cap, swing around. Oh, look, the PlayStation 5, bitching. 825 gigs of this solid state drive. Like, how do you market an 825 gig solid state hard drive? What in the fuck? Yeah, it is weird, and that's going to get you a ding. That's fine. I think you're, I think you're up to four or five at this point. It's, that's the yeah. weirdest number I've ever seen. As I was watching that that reveal yesterday, I was like, why would you stop at uh, 820? Like, they're trying to cost cut everywhere they can. But to me, wouldn't it be more expensive to produce your own proprietary smaller hard drive than just putting a one terabyte in? I don't really know what the reasoning is before that. And even further is it's going to say 825 or whatever on the box. But by the time it's going to be closer to about 650 usable. Yeah. Uh, So, I mean, you're yeah. And whereas the Xboxes. One, whatever reason, I don't really know. It's actually really close to a terabyte. Like the Xbox One X, one terabyte edition ship with like 950 usable gigs. Yeah. So now uh, you're getting much closer. Here's a big thing for me. And we've seen this, Tony, as, as X Best Buy employees, not only from a memory standpoint, but the old faceplate days. Back in the 360 days, you had to buy a proprietary hard drive in order to upgrade your Xbox 360. Correct. The, the same thing is happening on the Xbox Series X. To start with, yeah. And that's um, I think that have, is a big red flag. I don't think that makes sense at all. Sony's I, at least saying sorry, Sony's at least saying, hey, we'll tell you what ones are gonna work for our system when we're ready, but we don't know yet. Xbox is like, nope, you'll buy ours and that's it. Yeah. Um I think it's not that big of a deal. I mean, a terabyte is a lot. And the way that gaming is going, so much stuff is cloud loaded. So what? How many gigs is Call of Duty on your Xbox? Please tell me. I don't even know, like 150. So tell me, you're going to get nine games on your fucking Xbox. Get out of here, cloud loading anything. Don't, don't, don't do that. Nine games is what you're going to get. Here's what people are forgetting about the storage capacity issue is that way long time ago, Xbox and PlayStation both confirmed that they're encoding on these new, new units are going to consistently offload and onload certain things. Like yes. it's, it's, 
I forget what they call it, but basically like a game like Call of Duty that traditionally takes up 150 gigs. When you're not actively using it, they're going to be offloading some of that to like DRAM cache and all this different stuff. So like it's not actively and always taking up 150 gigs. But I see I see your point. I don't want to buy my I don't want to buy this proprietary SanDisk thing that Jackson and into my Xbox. I don't really want to deal with all that. Do you remember how awful that was? Um, I mean, that's. That's still though the way you do it now. Do you remember how you awful just buy an extra hard drive. You remember how awful it was on the Vita when you had to buy Vita SD cards? Those the only ones you could work. Uh, Pro Duos, yeah, those are rough. The worst. So it's even, it was even worse when they were just basically the exact same thing as a camera card, but they had like a proprietary file on them that they only worked in Vitas, yep. and it wouldn't work without that. I think the end all piece of this is I will I will succeed this part on paper. The Xbox Series X launches a Mike Trout home run, Gonzo, right? That thing is just ridiculous. The PlayStation 5, it's hitting it over the warning track. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's still not bad, but I think for me, it's the software, not the hardware. Well, and I think just with the amount of media, right? So Xbox Xbox Series X kind of released their info first and then PlayStation did it yesterday. There's no doubt that the hype around the Xbox was much it is much more well received yeah. than PlayStation 5. And now and then PlayStation the weird, weird their their conference was like pre recorded. It's a GDC it had like it, yeah, it had like fake noise pumped it. It was really bizarre. I, I also didn't realize Mark Cerny looked like fucking Dana Garvey. Oh geez, I was gonna say he he looks like a like a crazy axe murderer for he, sure. He looks like Dana Carvey doing a master of disguise bit. Like it's just he looks like a mix between Dana Carvey and Christian Bell's American Psycho guy. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know? He's gonna whip it's, out a business card and then murder you next. And then he's gonna ASMR like, mm, look at the print. Look at it. It's so three three quarters stuck. Oh flippy. It's so oh my god. Oh, um I think, I think for me to to book in this on my part is the PlayStation 5 is going to offer God of War 2. It's going to offer Horizon Zero Dawn 2. You know, it's going gonna to be the selling point for sure. It's it's the software for me that I'm bought into. I, I am in that ecosystem. I am that fan. But I, 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 the thing I can tell you is the Xbox is still going to look better. It's going to look better and it's going to perform better. Not just physically look better, I think. It's going to like on your screen look better. When do we get um, the form factor? For the PS5, I'm really surprised. I like that that V-shaped thing that's been going around. You can't stand it. I can't stand it. Oh my god! So surprising that Derek Vance is. I'm gonna put my fucking, in the train. I'm gonna put a, a beer in that little V spot. You know what I'm saying? I just it's not. Or watch your effing mouth. <laughs> Some of us aren't afraid to cuss on this podcast. Mm. Coronavirus update 2020. 31920. Uh, um, so updates from last week. School shut down till the 13th of April. At minimum. At minimum. Yep. Grocery stores, gas stations, uh, previously exempt places from the CDC guidelines are now no, no longer exempt. Uh, get grocery stores across the state of Iowa have to be closed by 8 p.m. So your Walmart, your hives. Um, what other? What else? Uh, uh, pay at the pump is going to be available, but gas stations are going to be shut down. Um, minus, or with the exception, I think of like truck stop stations, stuff like that. Um, 
it's just crazy. I mean, no fast food restaurants are open unless they have drive through specifically. So like small business restaurants, they're scrambling to figure figure out what to do with that. Uh, there's a couple places here in Indianola that are now like if if you call an order or whatever, they they will just deliver it to you. Right. A lot of places what, are just trying to stay afloat, right? You, you look at um, – I'll give you a couple examples that I've run into the last two days. Um, here in town, coffee shop, local coffee shop, only drive through You know, we're in town. We had to run to the grocery store. We wanted to hit up the coffee shop. You know, not only because, A – coffee's life but b you want to you want to support the small businesses newton's already went through a lot of struggles with you know back in the day losing maytag and having to deal with that hardship of having to bounce back as a city Um, so you want to do your part and i'm not saying our 15 bucks for two coffees is going to save the world but it's something right it's it's getting out into the community um the brewery that just opened here in newton same thing they were doing they were literally delivering beer to people that were calling in orders paying online and they would deliver it i went picked up four crowlers they're doing five dollar crowlers which is a steal for beer the beer is great five bucks flip them 20 you know i'm just trying to do anything i can from my standpoint you know especially like i said before with the money that I'm about to lose and you know, the, the, the hardships we're all going to face, but it's trying to support each other as we go through this as a city. It's rough, man. I mean, it, uh, through a town like Indianola, it's just shut down. So, I mean, like there's nothing going on. There's already nothing in the city of Kellogg. So it's, it's more Newton and, and that, that style and over there it's happening. You know what I mean? So, um, the I think, that- uh, Oh, no. Derek's up. Go ahead. I was just going to say, the thing I can say is just support what you can, buy local if you can, um, and and like I said last week, wash your hands. Yeah, be be really careful about what you see on Facebook about like go go out to your local restaurants, go out, blah, blah, blah. No, that's still bad advice. Like help your local businesses, but do it within the guidelines that the CDC gives you. Yeah, carry Stay out. Stay in your goddamn house, man. Carry out. Like pay for it. Move on. Yep. I went exactly to Barntown right. today. I picked up a couple of crowlers. I was in, paid, tried to pay cash. They said, sir, your cash is no good here. America. We're in America. And they told me my cash was no good. They wouldn't take cash? No cash. Only because of the coronavirus? It's the coronavirus. That's interesting. Yeah, I guess that makes sense to me. But it's still supporting local. You know what I'm saying? It's still, uh, that's good beer. It's a good place. I don't want to see them close. And, you know, you crunch the numbers and a lot of people are on the different news places and they're saying service industry places and small businesses a lot of them could be out of business by the time this all gets over with yeah i think there's inevitably got to be some sort of uh bailout package or something that the government proposes i mean there's just no way that there there can't be but here here's the deal you can still go outside you can still walk outside your house and as a matter of fact if it's a nice sunny day whether it's cold or not yeah, you need to because guess what? The UV rays from the sun kills the coronavirus. If you're outside for 15 minutes and you're just out there, you're completely disinfected for the most part. So, you know, get out there, go take your trash out, go walk around the block, something. Yeah, um, you fat help help with the stir help with the stir whoa. <laughs> help with the stir craziness. Um the 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 other outfall within the last the within the last week or so is more digitally for the coronavirus. Whole bunch of productions on YouTube, uh, te- tele- regular television, YouTube are all shut down. So you have a lot of popular YouTube channels that are not producing videos. But what is happening instead are um, 
these YouTube content creators, uh, musical artists that are not having their concerts that are all going to like Instagram, Twitch, and they're starting to live stream daily. I think that's that's pretty cool, man. That's pretty cool to me. Well, you want to talk about like uh, what's a tradition, right? We just had St. Paddy's Day. All that stuff was canceled. But the Dropkick Murphys, they do a show every St. Paddy's Day, right? So instead of being able to have that show, they streamed it live. So they still had the show, albeit not the same. But they were still able to perform that content to give it to us, the people that are stuck in this house. And, you know, it's it's amazing the things that are happening in the world with in response to this. You know what I mean? Right. Um, Like last week at work. I was supposed to host this event for our uh, one of our associate groups uh, where I was going to speak, and we we watched this TED talk and talk about things or whatever. Obviously, that had to get canceled. Uh, but I, me and another guy at work, we just recorded it, and I just basically like off the top recorded a video. I edited that, posted it on our internal feed, sent it out to our members, and that's got that's got a whole bunch of views already this week. I mean, um, so you just have to adapt and. Nationwide's really good at it, uh, so I, I I credit that as my employer to teach me a lot of those things. But even even us, like we're adapting. Here we are, we're digital, baby. We're, not, we're not that we ahead. always haven't been, but right. it doesn't matter. Yeah. We're ahead of the we, curve. We were we were prepared. We knew that coronavirus was coming. Uh, yeah, right. Don't tell Trump; he'll get mad. Chinese virus. Guy's a douchebag. You know it. We just hit that because we're going to start talking about this fucking idiot that we have for a president. That's not even going to get a ding. He's a effing F-U-C-K-I-N-G idiot. Yep. And uh, he starts calling the coronavirus the Chinese, Chinese virus. virus. Yeah. What is he doing? He starts. He calls it the Chinese virus three times during a press conference. Yep. Now, the first time you hear that, you're like, oh, misspoken, right? Yeah, right. I, I got it. Yeah, he's an idiot. Ignorance. He's an idiot. Second and third time, you're like. Why is he doing this? And so then uh, he upcomes his one of his uh, cabinet members or whatever. They get asked about why he called it the Chinese virus. The guy says, that's not what I call it. I call it coronavirus. I don't don't support calling it the Chinese virus. COVID-19. Or COVID-19, right. And then Trump gets back up the next day and the reporter's asking him, like, why – why are you saying that? Like it, it, there's no proof that it is a Chinese based virus. He's like, well, it came from China. <laughs> I, I'm going to call it the Chinese virus came he, from China. He did it again today. And I was just they're like, and they're like, you know what? That's, that's racist, man. He's like, it's not racist. It came from China. Here's what I can say. I, I, as a confident dick or an asshole, sometimes I've mm-hmm. never tried to blow myself as hard as Donald Trump blows himself. Like that dude just sucks his own dick and he can't resist man. It's just, it's everything he's done. He, his, he's the reason the economy was so great. You know, he, the world's never seen an economy as good as the Donald Trump administration's economy. You know, the thing probably more than ever in his presidency, this is the time that he has like these pre-populated speeches, right? And probably more than ever, people are feeding him things to say, and he can still not resist. But the worst part to impromptu suck himself off. People are buying it, dude. It's crazy. Like I, I, I watched a press conference today, and he's he's spouting off. Uh, you know, we had a meeting with other world leaders. Uh, America was really good in that meeting and really productive meeting. We had a lot of good ideas in that meeting, and other countries decided to use those ideas uh it's like jesus shut up man it's it's just ridiculous i I don't have a whole lot more to say about it but it's just it's baffling to me that this is the dude that runs this country (laughs) 
Let me ask you this, okay? Have you seen this uh, chain link going around about Donald Trump has coronavirus? No. I'm going to send it to you, but I'm going to tell you what happens. I don't, you know, I don't want your immediate reaction. I'm going to end up sending it to you. But basically, it's a news link. Looks super legit. Comes into your phone. It's a clickable link. Says Donald Trump confirmed to have coronavirus or whatever, right? And you click on it. (laughs) It just goes to this massive black dude with a huge dick (laughs) just a big naked dude with uh, just a massive shaft that's not what you want to see at all that's funny to me that's ridiculous that's good humor to me the fuck because you know what donald trump's a big dick uh i hate him so I've been getting a lot of people asking me about Best Buy, people that don't realize that I don't <laughs> I haven't worked there for like a year, sure. uh, but whatever. I have people uh, hit me up about Hy-Vee doing the same thing. Oh, do you still have Hy-Vee? No, I've been out of there for a year, dude. Not dealing yeah. with it. Welcome to my life. I'm now unfriending you on Facebook yep. because you. clearly you don't pay attention. Goodbye. Uh, Best Buy was under a lot of heat yesterday, um, including myself, about their response to COVID-19. Um so we both worked at at the BBY. We did. And we haven't probably ever been through anything quite this severe at the BBY, but uh, we understand the bullshittery that happens um, and basically the kind of the culture of if you can't come to work, don't bother coming to work type of situation. So Best Buy is getting a lot of heat because there were some internal memos leaked about their response for employees to COVID-19. And the summary of it was that we're operations as normal, full staff, full hours. We're not, we're not going, we're not giving in at all to this. We need to be there for our customers, blah, blah, blah. But then another one came out that they're instructing associates who feel like they cannot come to work because they might be infected or could be infected, or they have kids that are away from school or whatever to use PTO. Now, a vast majority of associates at Best Buy don't have PTO because it's a it's a very large part-time, at least in the retail space, part-timers. So they're instructing these people to use PTO. Furthermore, they're instructing people to borrow against their next year's PTO if they need more than they get. Right. So it's imagine insane. You have time off that is paid for you working. And based on this actual epidemic, this issue that has been nationally talked about, the company wants you to go, oh, just borrow against your own personal time away from here because yeah. we're not doing um, the damn thing. Infomercial style, but wait, there's more. A third memo comes out about their adherence to the CDC spacing guidelines that an internal memo basically comes out and says that, you know, they're, they're not decreasing their sales staff, um, which just for most stores, an average sales staff on a Saturday is inevitably going to break those rules uh, of social distancing, but they're not limiting the number of participants or number of people that are coming to the stores at one time. So they're not, they're not regulating their peak hours, nothing. So like they're basically throwing a big fat finger at the CDC, and all of their employees uh, in the name of making a buck. Now, fast forward to this morning. Did you get the email, Derek? I did not get an email, no. I bet you did if you go check. Uh, Probably in the trash. They they sent out an email to all – basically, if you've shopped at Best Buy in the last – 
several years sure. and they have your info. You got this email. It is a notice from the, the CEO, Corey Berry, who replaced Hubert Jolie last year. Hubert was a um, great, I will say, was a great dude. Hugh, oh, yeah. Hubert Jolie. Yep. That's my dude right yeah, there. He's a good dude. Um, and I like Corey, too. I mean, she she came in um, to the company, but uh, she has a, a really good track record. But anyway, so a memo comes out to all, all Best Buy customers, says, hey, Best Buy is taking these steps, blah, blah, blah. Basically says they're reducing their hours, so they're closing all stores at 6 p.m. nightly. Um, they're decreasing their sales staff. And she even, like, kind of, kind of bitchily says – and by the way, we're paying employees that don't feel like they can work. Now, using our uh, using our sources of Best Buy, they have a couple people I talk to. They have no idea what she's talking about. There hasn't been anything that they've been made aware of that they can get paid time off to uh, address whatever issues they have. So, in the truest sense, they probably are paying employees because you can use your paid time off. But it doesn't sound like they've implemented any different catastrophic PTO policy. Sure. It doesn't seem like they're changing the way that they're doing business to adapt to what's happening outside. They're just trying to smooth it out to be like, listen, listen, we're we're not assholes when in reality, eh, maybe you are. They also said that starting next week, <laughs> as, as if the damage isn't already fucking done, ding. They said starting next week, they're going to be throttling and limiting the number of people that are in the stores. Yeah. So like they should do that like already last week. Yeah. They're, they're limiting Geek Squad pickup uh, to curbside for the time being. They're canceling all their auto tech, uh, uh, yep. all their auto tech installs. Again, limiting the amount of people in the store after a certain time. And uh and similar to what grocery stores are doing, which we didn't really talk about a whole lot, they're I think they're trying to give time for other people, uh, elderly people, or, or more severe uh, cases. So, uh, but I'm with you know it's it's bad publicity, and it, it might be a little too late. It may be a little too late. No, it's definitely a little too late. Like I'm I'm a Best Buy bandwagoner, despite how shitty my 13 years was. That blood is still in there for some reason. It is, but this really pissed me off, man, because I can only imagine if I was working there part-time and they're telling me like, hey, dude, be here or it's a write-up. I'd be uh, like, can I- yeah, here's my here's my effective immediately resignation. <laughs> Derek, you might have to go to Best Buy to get this new iPad. Oh, gosh. I don't know if I need a new iPad. I just bought this Mac. <laughs> I Yeah, I don't feel like I need any of those things until I see a reveal and I'm like, oh, I need that. Right. Uh, iPad Pro got announced, a brand new one, a couple different sizes, uh, physical sizes, couple internal memory sizes. But the big thing here is that it it comes with this like really cool stand. So they're pushing out full mouse and trackpad support for the iPads, which is a long time coming. I can't believe that's not been here. But basically, I mean, if ever there was going to be a, an iPad that knocked off the macbook air this might be the one man like for the same price if not less you can practically get a macbook air that is an ipad plus this have you seen the case that goes on it that's like a kind of makes it stand up like an imac i have not i have not looked at this yet it's pretty cool so it attaches onto the back assumingly by magnets and it is set up in a couple different ways so you can set it up in a desktop mode where the stand is basically down and it looks like an iMac uh, or it can be set up so that it looks like a MacBook. I'm going to watch this, uh, uh, this trailer here really quick. As you talk about it, to kind of see what you're talking about. Yeah. It's, it's pretty oh. dope. Whoa. Yeah. See already you're yeah. like, Oh, the little magnetized back. That looks dope. Yeah. Um, God, I don't need this. Yeah, I, mean, I definitely don't need this at all, but 
Boy, they're doing a great job of selling me on it. Wowzers. I've I've basically switched to the Windows ecosystem this last few weeks. You definitely took a big dive, so I don't think you can get this. I, I think I'm going to sell my MacBook. Like, I've been trying to find a reason to use it, and I don't really have one, so uh, I don't know. But it looks pretty cool. I mean, there's obviously performance improvements and stuff like that, but I got to tell you, I had a iPad Air when I lived with Carly for a while, or an iPad uh, Pro, I mean, with, like, the pen and everything, and it's – they're pretty awesome. They're sleek. Yeah. And they work really well for a lot of stuff that you could normally do on a PC or, or a MacBook. Um, but the problem that I always had was the form factor. It always worked better just to grab my damn MacBook because I had a trackpad. I had a mouse. I had a, a keyboard. It was all attached. It was all sleek. Right. You there was always a third. on top of it. Yeah. And yeah, exactly right. So this to me... I'm half I'm half choked right yeah, now. I'm with you. That that was a sexy video. <laughs> so you ever use the Tubi? I was just gonna say, if yeah. I, listen, I've seen- listen, listen, listen. I'm gonna restart and you go. Tony, have you have you seen Tubi before? It's on the PlayStation. You ever you ever fucked around with that? Is it Tubi or is it Tubby? I, <laughs> you are Tubby, it is Tubi. <laughs> That's why I was like, you got it. I know where we're going with you. I know how to hit these trout home runs. Um so so Tubi is is a similar thing to like the free over the air uh, television, right? Like you you find um, different. I'm trying to think of the one that I just insulted. Honestly, it might have been Tubi not too long ago. Um, Vizio sends out as a style of I think it's Pluto TV on Vizio that you get over the air television or internet TV, basically with a bunch of different channels. And this is similar to that, right? You have the opportunity to watch a bunch of different movies and shows all on this, on this to be platform. Um, right. Which is just one more thing in the ecosystem of a YouTube TV, Hulu with TV, uh, things to, to cable cut essentially. Right. Yep. And so Fox, which isn't, isn't that technically Disney? <laughs> Yeah, you might think so. Uh, let me read this article here. No, no, no. I'm sorry. Fox Corporation. So Disney did not buy Fox Corporation. They yes. bought 20th Century. Fox. Thank you. So Fox Corporation yeah. is who went out and bought Tubi for $440 million. That seems That seems like great. a bad move, in my opinion, to Fox. Because half a billy? That's a lot, dude. I've seen <laughs> I've seen Tubi. I don't use it. And let me tell you. I don't plan on using it now, but it's. it's yeah. I'm glad that Fox or Fox Corporation is still trying to uh, to get into this game where you're already oversaturated. You got Apple, Apple TV Plus, Hulu, Netflix, Disney Plus, Tubi, so HBO many. Max is getting ready to launch. Um, that NBC one is getting ready. And, you know, it's there's a lot of players in this space, but for a free opportunity for people to watch TV, why not? The, the thing that scares me about these kind of moves. Um, with all these different providers as, you know, eventually as they get up and running, I think that's just going to restrict what we already have. So like if you have Apple TV plus, or you have YouTube plus, or you have Hulu and companies that I presumably Fox, um, the, the Fox company here, they don't own any of these rights anymore. Now that Disney bought out 20, 20th century Fox, but it, you know, the worry is that companies that own these IPs start pulling them from, the broader things to push people towards their individual platform, a la CB all access, um, stuff like that. So that, that would piss me off. That's really the only thing I'm worried about, but don't know what Tubi is. Not going to know what Tubi is. Could uh, be Tubby. What, don't, what, don't I, care. what I will tell you before we move on is 
This ad-supported style video streaming, it says right here in this article from The Verge, uh, this is uh, written by Julia Alexander to, to, to footnote this, um, ad-supported video streaming market saw a 38% growth in revenue between 2018 and now. That's a that's a big number. The number is expected to continue. Ad-supported streaming. That's what these free TV streams are, are, are basically. It's it's like going to YouTube and watching a, a, t, a, a video. It's that, but in yeah. TV form. Um, right. The Viacom right. CBS CEO, Bob Backish, uh, apparently said that last month, uh, Pluto TV, which is the one that I was talking about before, touts more than 22 million users a month. Which is that's a growth, crazy. That's a seventy-five percent year-over-year growth. So again, this this streaming TV for free, not a bad business to be in. I just I don't foresee myself jumping into Tubi, but clearly not a bad move. Yeah, I think the thing is like with with YouTube TV, they were cannibalizing customers from slinging some of the the direct TV features, and I think now they're too big to vanquish. I mean, they offer so much for so little, and it's not like an advertised thing, but I mean, you can share it with basically six people if you really do it the right way. So, you know, get 10 bucks from five of your friends and everybody's in for a tenner every month and you all can watch it. And, and it doesn't seem like they monitor it. Like, Oh, this guy's in, like, this guy's over here in California. This guy's in New York. Like, well, that makes sense. So uh, YouTube TV, I think is too big to squash at this point. Well, it's got name recognition, right? And Google's money. It does. So, well, and then Sony, uh, uh, PlayStation View was probably the only real big competitor, and, and you know they're defunct now. So, well, and I think I think View's business model just wasn't the right model. Like they had so many great TV channels on there for such a low entry cost. You know, I was paying took them it, way too long to get it to other devices. Well, in my and, and yeah, not only that, but fifty bucks a month where you're paying for. I mean, they're, they're charging what eight bucks a month for ESPN alone, and you're charging fifty yeah. for a bunch of different ESPNs and sports channels. It, it just didn't make monetary sense for Sony to continue that. I think. Tony, it's a big week. Do you like to kill shit and listen to metal music? It's a big week for video games. It is for you. I don't really care about it personally. I cannot wait. I, I was telling the kids earlier that uh, mommy and daddy have date night this week. And they said, what do you mean? Where are we going to go? What kind of date are you talking about? And I said, well, you know, mommy's got her take date. Them the, take them to the, the mall public playground. <laughs> just, just leave them just there. Offload Tell them like, to lick everything. I was like, yeah, mommy's got her own her own date. And so I played this, you know. Okay. Little, little Animal Crossing. That's the music. Animal Crossing. Yeah, animal yeah. Crossing music, which is coming out on Friday. It's tomorrow, um, which is which is going to be great. That's sitting at a solid 91 on Metacritic. And then Daddy's going to be out in the living room just... All right. That's enough of that. Go look at the break. And they were all excited. You know, the most metal I get is lose. Control yeah, and that's it's not very metal, Tony. I would just like to say, but yes, yeah, oh, it's me going. This is probably the biggest week for video game releases of the year, right? Dude, come on. I mean, in a couple weeks, you got Final Fantasy. I, I, a few no, no, more no. After I'm that, you got last the year of us. so far. I'm sorry, I, I uh, said that wrong. Yeah, so far probably. this year, probably so. Yeah, you're talking about Doom Eternal, which uh, apparently got released at Best Buy. These, today. these are block. Yeah, that's weird because they're not going to be open late enough to sell it or something. They're trying to segment uh, their uh, their uh, customer base. Good luck. I mean, you can't fucking play it till tomorrow. So uh, I don't or know. Late, later tonight. Like you can play it tonight at 10 o'clock. 
that's what I'm saying. It's like you still can't play it any earlier. Um, yeah, this is a big week for a niche market. Like not everybody likes Doom and definitely not everybody likes Animal Crossing. So big week for completely different audiences. Well, but you also have that third party one in there and you, and you got to go ahead and mention that one, too. I don't know. Persona 5 Royale. Yeah, I, th- I think that's a huge market. JRPGs. I mean, Persona at this point sure. is the king. It's of like the JRPGs. fifth re-release. So, well, but <laughs> what's what's if you haven't played it now? Are you really going to well, at, look at the Metacritic difference, Tony? Go, go look at it. Go look at Persona 96, but go look at Persona 5's original Metacritic score. Somehow it yeah, went up it. like most of these re-releases. You'll end up seeing that. They go down as they as they push it out a little bit more. No, no, no. Persona Five Royale has got a ninety six, and I think a I think original Persona Five is ninety two, ninety three. So somehow- I really hate the trend in video games where you have like the launch edition, and then like the gold, and then the deluxe, and then like, they've been the, doing that since the old games. I know, dude, but I just hate it. I don't at all. I, especially, I never know which one to buy. Well, I bought in Persona 5 already. I, I, I have it. But then you look at the fact that this is somehow getting a better review score overall. You know, it's just insane to me that this happens. So um, I've got both Doom and Animal Crossing showing up tomorrow. You don't have either one? Nope. Um, are you are you, are you going to uh, watch me stream some Doom and then maybe borrow it? I mean... I'll be working from home. It's so probably not. Oh, well, sounds like you're going to be watching me play Doom. I'm hoping it shows up kind of early because Doom Eternal, obviously the follow-up to uh, Game of the Decades, Doom 2016, which I believe got actually axed before we made it onto the list, didn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Take a drink of that beer, man. It was. This is a, it's a zero to Iffy from the Hazelic Brewing Company, the local brewing company here in uh, here in town. Mountain Dew Zero for Tony Welch. Yep, it's gone, though. It is empty. I don't know. That's just those are some hot reviews for some some video games coming out this week. The the uh, Coconut Wife's hella excited for Animal Crossing. I can't wait to jump into Doom. It's going to be amazing. Oh, you know what that means? Hit that. I'm talking about wrestling. Hit that bell. I'm going to talk about the wrestling. Listen. Uh, wrestling's in a whole new world these days. Uh, no audiences, no, no live, you know, fan audiences, at least. Um, I cannot describe how shocked I am that AEW actually had a show while the WWE three times in a row had replays and, and, and good on them. Really? You know what I mean? I mean, you have the opportunity right now to introduce a segment of your, of your audience to a different style. So you could be showing them good product like NXT replays or at least trying to bring people into what that fold is. Because even now, a lot of people watching mainstream Raw and SmackDown don't watch NXT or understand what that is. But they're really missing the mark there by showing the Royal Rumble all over again and and showing that match, which elimination like the entire entire elimination 90 minute. Royal Rumble, which I liked this year's Rumble, but boy, that was tough to swallow, only to lead into what I thought was a pretty good Stone Cold uh, appearance, but I could be the only That was good. I thought it was pretty good. No, I liked it quite a bit. I mean, it would have been a banger if there had been an audience. Um, yeah, I, I don't even know what to say about it. There's like literally not anything to talk about with WWE because their shows have been really poor matches, a lot of shitty promos, and then a lot of replays. Like Edge came out and cut that promo on Monday night. That was like, okay. Baker and his bad. Certainly, yeah, it certainly wasn't as, as nearly as good as the Randy Orton promo with, with Beth Phoenix a while ago. Yeah. 
but again, it, it shows it you it shows you how important the audience really is when it comes to uh, wrestling as a whole. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah, the Undertaker coming out on Smack or on SmackDown? No, it was on Raw. Yeah. Uh, no, it was on Smackdown. Smackdown. It was Smackdown. Okay. Yeah. Undertaker coming out on Smackdown and which was oh, bad. It was raw. It was three sixteen. It was raw. I just, Oh, it was. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't even keep them straight. Cause they both have no audience. Um, yeah, exactly. Undertaker <laughs> comes out. His hair looks bad. terrible. AJ Styles though. It's gotta be a wig dude. AJ Styles cut a hell of a promo. Oh my God, dude. AJ Styles is so great. Like he needs to go to AEW. He's so good at cutting promos. Stone Cold comes out and drops the give me a hell yeah. And they cut to the empty seats. And I about pissed myself laughing because <laughs> the, like- the whole thing was funny. I mean, he came out and he had the, the cards with the, the crappy jokes and Byron's over there giving him scores. I mean, that would have banged Kim so Sandy hard. Was- up on the entrance was pretty good. It was all, it, it all worked out pretty good. Um, yeah. Here's it's real. It's real. Here's where I'm at with with the WWE though. I said this from the beginning. If you're not going to have an audience, the least you could do is put your superstars that are not on the card out in the audience. Cut to Dynamite this week, and what's happening? Superstars that are not on the card out in the audience, which is the right thing to do. Give it some kind of life. Give it some kind of yeah. livelihood. Make it fun. Well. AEW really embraced the personalities. It, it seemed to me like, okay, so WWE, they came out with like the head honchos, like Triple H is, is entering the shows. So they they put the power up top, whereas I think AEW really played to, like, what are what's everybody's strengths? Let's play to those. It's like Cody Rhodes opens up Dynamite, cuts a real good promo. promo. From you, yeah, you said it was great. Yeah, it was amazing. Um, and the whole thing, like, you know, they don't use teleprompters. So, like, he's either memorized this or he's just truly going off the cuff. But it was like a probably an eight to ten minute promo of him talking. Like seven, seven and some change, something like that. Yeah. And then, he, then he brings out, you know, Kenny Omega and, and um, they bring out uh, what's his name, Adam Page. And that was all good. But then what really brought the show together was like Tony Schiavone and some of these side hustles that he's got going on. They were just great. Like the, the superstars are at the ring, like betting on the matches. I think that's just fucking hilarious. Cause like all they, they got to go. Look up the well, and, and then the thing that you have is you have Chris Jericho, who is just amazing at everything he does. And you put that dude on color commentary for that main event. And it's just gold. <sighs> Yeah, he uh, I can't believe how good he is at commentary. Like he's really great at promos and then he gets on the he gets on the mic and uh on the commentary and he's actually like praising um Cody Rhodes for his skill. He sounds like a real unbiased commentator. Uh, commentator and he doesn't sound like any of it was scripted like he was just going for it you know um the match even the matches were good man the dinosaur dudes what i can't ever remember i'm sorry i'm sorry you're saying luchasaurus and uh and junk boy yeah butcher and the blade i just love those guys are great you don't love butcher and the blade you love the bunny uh, well, the bunny, she wasn't even there. Oh, but, really? I didn't see that. No, she wasn't. I just like the, I just like I the think, butcher. Just I think the gimmick, like, the gimmick everywhere. Yeah. Uh, and then, <laughs> then these guys, the best friends, I didn't even know they existed. Like Orange what? Cassidy. Oh, dude. What a funny shtick. They come out holding hands. It's just great. Orange Cassidy's the best thing going in wrestling right now. He's so great. He was great too because he goes on commentary, doesn't say a word. They, <laughs> they cut to him so often. He's just got, he just looks like he's sleeping pretty much. He's just, he's, go back and if you can watch that match between him and Pac. Oh, so yeah. Great. So great. Yeah. 
um, they got a lot of swagger over in AEW. But you had a couple Luke Harper. Yeah, I was gonna say you had a couple big reveals this week. So the the uh, exalted. So there's like three things they've been teasing, right? You have the exalted yeah, one. Story arcs. The the Dark Order's been teasing the exalted one for some time now. That finally gets re- revealed with to no crowd, and it's Brody Lee, who is WWE's Luke Harper. Right. I didn't call that. A couple of buddies of mine called it. I thought it was going to be Matt Hardy. Fast forward to the end of the episode. You've got one of the Jackson brothers that's hurt. Next week's blood and guts. You don't know what's happening. It's 5v4. Jericho's hyping it up. And then all of a sudden you hear this buzzing nose. And I'm like, is something broken on AEW? What's happening? And I see the drone. And I know based on the delete matches and things of that nature with Matt Hardy, that that damn drone is his and i'm like oh matt hardy's there and sure enough there he is red streak fake team broke all matt broken matt hardy's back and he's in AEW. And he, and he's gonna delete, delete everybody he's deleting everybody. yep so i can't stand it I, he broken matt hardy was not my thing in wwe and definitely not gonna be my thing in AEW. I, I i dig it so i don't know i mean i'm excited he, to see what's gonna happen I don't remember if it was like either it was either SummerSlam or or uh, WrestleMania last year where they came out, got that huge pop. Oh, it was like three WrestleManias ago, but yeah, it was when the New Day hosted. Yeah. Oh god, that's even worse because he was awful in that match. Oh, it's so good. That, mean, he, that pop is maybe the greatest pop of all time. Yeah, it's a big one. Um, yeah, but broken Matt Hardy, real bad. And then the last, but I think the last one, I they're still he probably just got himself a fat contract with AW, and his brother has got a, a re-up on WWE. Yeah. So. Well, or or at least I don't know that he signed a new contract, but he's at least paying back what he got injured for and has to get out of. Um, the last big thing for AEW is that Jake the Snake Roberts is still teasing somebody, I think, for next week. So we'll see who that's gonna end up being. I'm not sure. And I like how Jake the Snake was basically telling Cody Rhodes, like, don't don't forget me, bro. Like, I'm a Hall of Famer, and I will end you. Yep. I'll <laughs> like, put a DDT on your brain, and you'll be dead. Yeah. What a great – what God, he's really good at promos, too, even though he's old as ever. Yeah, he's still pretty good. Who's who's the guy that is – oh, I can't remember. Was it – I don't remember if he was with Jake the Snake, but, like, he's just a big, tall dude that doesn't talk. Is that the Jake Snake's guy? Um, I don't think so. I don't know. I'd have to. I remember. I remember. I remember watching one of these. IRS. Uh, I don't think so. I didn't talk. Uh, he's like a humongous white dude with no. long hair. Um, but I remember thinking, like, this guy's not talking at all. And I was like, this is really weird. But anyway, uh, I want to give kudos to Tony Schiavone because, like, he held the show together for me. He's so, he's so funny. Whether he's you know on the sidelines there, whether he's on commentary with Jr. or whether he's like cutting these promos with like the the dentist chick i can't think of her name off the top of my head baker. <laughs> yeah baker, baker. those are so good man uh he's great i cannot believe i don't know what the story is with him leaving wwe or wcw but like why he didn't have a job before aw for a while is beyond me uh, he was in tna for a little while but no one watched tna so why would you know tony eric lightning <laughs> <laughs> we got a pretty fun lightning round this week Lay it on me, dog. So the New Day's got their own podcast. It's called Feel the Power. You can listen to it if you want. It's not as good as ours, but it's fine. They did uh, <laughs> they did this uh, greatest TV show of all time, and their their uh, their 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 host for that was just Dirty Dan Reichert from uh, Giant Bomb. Now that he's a WWE podcast producer, can we pause for one second? One thing I forgot to mention about AEW, probably the greatest part of the entire night, Cole Cabana. Did you watch any of it? No. 
Oh my God, you need to look it up, dude. He, he was cutting a promo with Tony Schiavone, of all people. Somebody from in the ring. I don't even know the guy's name. He's like a boyfriend of one of the girl wrestlers comes over and like starts talking shit. And it, it's almost like he's not even scripted. He's so good. He, he's like, what are you, what are you doing? And he's like, and he pushes him and the guy pushes him back. He's like, okay, I got it. You're a bad guy. And he like pushes him and the guy kind of gets in his face and he fucking slaps him. He's like, what, what's your problem, dude? You don't think I'm a wrestler? I'm a wrestler, dude. I'll kick your ass. It's just so great. You need to watch it. Great, great time. I'm, I'm anyway, not way back to the new day. Guy, but anyway, so they, they did this. They did this uh, greatest TV show of all time. 64 TV shows. They did it over two episodes in like two hours. You and I are going to do it in about five minutes. You ready to go? Okay, yeah. Here's how this is going to work. Either we agree and it's 2-0 and we move on. If we split, I've got the coconut wife. She's filled out one of these sheets. We'll see if it lines up with hers uh, and she'll be the deciding factor. Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully. All right. Ready to go? Just to be clear, you're going to say the names of the two people in the matchup or two shows and we're just going to say who we think is better. Yep. No explanation. We're going to somehow try to remember what we said because I don't have a way to – I don't have anything to write this down with. So – Oh my god, this is gonna be a shit show. It's <laughs> gonna be fucking great. So uh, I think we'll be okay. Um, let's just uh, let's start at the top. You ready to go? Just uh, the last words ever spoken. There, we're gonna be okay. It, it'll be fine. Just fuck it. We'll do it live. You know what I'm saying? You remember those days? Uh, all right. Number one. This is like uh, like drama. I think is what this category is. Seinfeld and Family Matters. Seinfeld for Seinfeld. Me. Okay, Seinfeld. Um, Although Archie Bunker, that's my dude. Uh, Parks and Rec and Fresh Prince. Parks and Rec. Yeah. Okay, Parks and Rec. Yep. Uh, this is uh, Golden Girls in a Living Color. In Living Color for me. Color. Yep, in Living Color is where it's at. Okay. Uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm and Living Single. Living Single is pretty good, but Curb definitely. I, I don't, I've never watched either one of those shows. I would say Curb because Larry David and Seinfeld. So Curb wins. Um, the Office and Always Sunny in Philadelphia. That's a wow. tough one. Yeah, I'm going to go The Office. I'm yeah. going to go The Office. That's too bad. That is a tough bad. one. Um, Chappelle Show and Arrested Development. I admit i've never seen it i've never seen Chappelle so, show um so i'm gonna go arrested development i would go Chappelle show the wife is a is a you know, arrested development fan so arrested development's moving on uh saved by the bell and sanford and son saved by the bell is probably my favorite show of all time uh i don't care so i'll say saved by the bell even though sure uh snl every appeal oh, wow uh, i'm gonna go I gotta go SNL. i gotta go snl right yep i'm the same way um x-men and doug this is anime I go. Uh, oh, so like the X Men uh, Friends X-Men, or whatever. X Men nineties yeah. show when we were kids. Yeah, X Men is where it's at. Okay, yep. Uh, Thundercats and Boondocks. I've never seen Boondocks. So Boondocks. Great. I'm gonna go Thundercats. She said Boondocks, so Boondocks goes on. Boondocks is like a newer anime, but it's like with black people. <laughs> so like Samuel Jackson's in it, and Idris Elba's in it. It's funny. Dragon Ball Z, GI Joe, it's fucking DBZ, DBZ. All the way, obviously. Uh, the real Ghostbusters and Inspector Gadget. I'm gonna go Ghostbusters. Um, I like. I, I would say Inspector Gadget. Like Inspector I don't remember a Ghostbusters. Inspector Gadget's what the wife chose, so that's moving on. Uh, Simpsons and South Park. I've never been much of a South Park guy. I'm going Simpsons. Simpsons is hard to. Yeah. Uh, Team NT and Animaniacs. It's Team NT all day. Team NT. Yep. Uh, he Man, Ren and Stimpy. I, I'm a Ren and Stimpy. Ren. Guy. Yep. Batman and Rugrats. It's fucking Batman for sure. Batman. Okay. That's Kevin Conroy. Right. Dude. Exactly. Um, Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul. It's Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad. 
Yeah. How can how, how do you have one? Yeah. <laughs> That's like, like how do you have the the sequel to Breaking Bad? Like what or the prequel? Yeah. Uh, Dexter and Watchmen. I've never seen either one of these shows. I know the source material for Watchmen. So Dexter is really good. I'm Watchmen all day. You say Dexter. Watch, Watchmen's one se- one season. I'm, I'm just, this lightning Dexter, round, bro. It's gotta be Dexter. All right, Dexter's what the wife chose, so Dexter's moving on. Lost and Ozark. I'm going Lost. I would have gone Ozark. Uh, Lost is what the wife chose. So Lost is going on. I've never seen Ozark. I'm, I've only, I've seen the Lost. So uh, the Sopranos and the Leftovers. I, I Sopranos. The Leftovers gets a lot of hype, but it's the it's the Sopranos. It, I mean, the Sopranos is what's, what the wife chose. So you, you got it already. Twenty four and Mad Men. I, I go Jack Bauer all day. And yeah. Uh, Game of Not Thrones, right. Nip Tuck. Even with that shitty last season, it's Game of Thrones, right? Back up. What'd she pick? Because I, I went mad. She went 24. Oh, damn. Okay. Um, Game of Thrones and Nip Tuck. Game of Thrones. It's Game of Thrones, even with that shitty last season. X Files and Prison Break. I would go X Files. Yep. Um, I'm going. Uh, you got The Wire and Law and Order. I've never seen The Wire. I've seen a lot of Law and Order, but I know The Wire gets a lot of love. I would say The Wire, Wire. on the love yes. that I and I know you love that show. Yep. Um, Takes place. Before, you got uh, Price is Right and Supermarket Sweep. So my God, I gotta go Price is Right. Uh, you can't go. You can't go get the marker. Low key watched it every day. We loved it, but Price is Right is where it's at. Uh, Blind Date and Next, which I've never seen. I don't think I've seen much. Blind Date's brand new. Um, no, Blind Date's old. I've never old from the nineties. What's the new? That's the new show that's on right now. The no, there's a, a, a. You're thinking of something else. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, where they're just like the, separated the, by a wall. Yeah, that's a different show. That's Love Is Blind or something. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I don't, I don't care. Whatever she chose, blind dates. What she chose? Nick Arcade and Double Dare. I don't remember Nick Arcade, but Double Dare's great. Double Dare's where it's at. Okay, uh, Family Nick Feud is where they played the they played the arcade game. Family Feud, Wheel of Fortune. That's oh, a tough one. I would go Wheel. Wheel yeah, Wheel. Um, Legend of the Hidden Temple and Guts. Guts. Definitely Legend of the Hidden Temple for me. Oh no, I'm these kids got guts. She, she chose Legend of the Hidden Temple. Real World Road Rules. That's a good match, uh, Real World. I would go Road Rules, but Real World's what she picked. Uh, Survivor, who wants to be a millionaire? I, you got, you know, I got to give love to Survivor. Yeah, yeah I agree. Uh, and then Jeopardy in the weakest link. Jeopardy. I would I would also say Jeopardy. Okay, here we go. Moving on. This is uh, the, the round of 32. So you've got Seinfeld and Parks and Recreations. Seinfeld. Oh, I would go Parks and Rec. It's definitely Parks and Rec. I'm sorry. Are you kidding me? Not, Seinfeld is the greatest show of all time. It's great. Parks and Rec's better. Uh, moving on. You got it. Fuck out of here. I'm rebelling. Reality and substitute my own. Shut up. Uh, in Living Color and Curb Your Enthusiasm. It's a living color for me. Curb. It's a living color for the wife. So we're moving on with the living color. She's such a fucking bullshit. This is bullshit. <laughs> ding, ding. <laughs> Give me all the uh, Papa drop. Here you go. Hold on. Oh, the oh. Office and Arrested Development. I'm going. Oh, I'm going the office. Exactly right. That's the correct answer. The office office. Moving on. Yep. Uh, you got Saved by the Bell and SNL. I would say SNL. Based I, on the stars I, SNL has created is where I'm at. What's that? Based on the stars that SNL has created is why I'm saying that. I mean, but Mark Paul Gossler and. Right. Yeah. Tell me again. <laughs> Tiffany Amber Thiessen, Dustin oh, Diamond. SNL's moving on. Got it. Uh, so we had X-Men in the boondocks. I For me, it's. Go back. X-Men. So X-Men's moving on. I gotta move on. Check it out. Um got Dragon Ball Z and Inspector Gadget. DB's Dragon Ball Z all day. I'm surprised that 
that um, Rick and Morty wasn't on there. Uh, I don't think anybody likes Rick and Morty that much. Uh, Simpsons and TMNT. It's probably Simpsons. Yep. Um, let's see. Ren and Simpy and Batman. It's Batman for me. Batman. You go Batman there. Uh, moving over here, you got uh, Breaking Bad and Dexter. Oh, wow. Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad. Yep. Uh, you got Lost and The Sopranos. Sopranos. Ah. I, I will go with Are you down you this. No, I will go down this road because to me, the first real television show I can remember paying a lot of attention to, even though I never watched it, was The Sopranos. Like it made waves. So I'll go with you, Sopranos. Uh, we have 24 in Game of Thrones. It's obviously Game of Thrones, right? I'm so mad about th- I'm so mad about getting vetoed on the other way. Yeah. On what were you mad about? Whatever that first I can't even remember our- there's been so many bullshit answers. Anyway, uh X Files and uh The Wire. The Wire. Ooh. I'll go with the wire with you. I'm gonna write this in the wire. Cause she had X Files. Uh we got Price is Right and uh Blind Date. It's definitely Price is Right. Yeah, Price is Right. Uh what did she write? Uh, she wrote something wrong. Okay. Press right. Moving on. Um, Double Dare and Wheel of Fortune. Fortune. It's definitely Wheel of Fortune. Uh, Legend of the Hidden Temple and Real World. Real World. Ooh. I'm going to go Legend of the Hidden Temple. Sorry, you're getting feet on it. That's so funny. Uh, so Survivor in Jeopardy. Survivor. I would. I would. Yeah, Survivor. Survivor. Yeah. Okay. Uh, big brother. I, I, again, I don't know. I didn't make the list. Uh, all right. Parks and Recreations and In Living Color. Seinfeld. <laughs> Parks and Recreations is where it's at. Uh, you got, uh, let's see. Uh, the Office. One I'm pissed I know it is. The Office and uh, SNL. Oh, that's, that's real tough, but I'm going to go with The Office. I'm going to go with The Office also. Um, you got X-Men and Dragon Ball Z. Wow. Uh, boy, that's not a category. Uh, yeah, DBZ definitely has meant more to me. DBZ. Uh, and then you got the Simpsons and Batman. Wow. Simpsons. Ah, yep. Simpsons is what gets it because I would go Batman. Uh, she went Simpsons. Uh, let's see. We've got Breaking Bad and where are we at? The, break, Breaking Bad and The Sopranos. Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad. Okay. Breaking Bad winning that one. Um Let's see where we're at here. Oops, sorry, I made the wrong check mark. Um, let's see, Game of Thrones and The Wire. Game of Thrones. <laughs> Game of Thrones, I think, as well. These are tough, aren't they? Uh, let's, get, let's see, we got. Especially when your partner hasn't seen it. <laughs> Price is Right. And uh, what else did we pick here? Uh, Wheel of Fortune. Price is Right and Wheel of Fortune. It's Wheel, Wheel. for me. Yeah, Wheel, Wheel of Fortune yeah. for sure. Um, let's see here. And then you got, uh, Legend of the Hidden Temple and Survivor. Survivor. How did the Legend of the Hidden Temple get this far? Survivor's where it's at, right? Yeah. Okay. Just making sure. Calm down. Calm down. Um, okay. Here we go. The, we're down to the Elite Eight. These are tough. Uh, the wife even says this first matchup Parks and Recreations in the office. You just, the office. You just don't go against Ron Swanson. No, the office. Uh, she says hard to pick. She picks Parks and Rec. Parks and Rec moves on. No, 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 no. Stop right there. I'm, I'm st- we're gonna, we're gonna go to IMDb. Oh, I'm sick of your. <laughs> this is not. This is a lightning round. Uh, I don't give a fuck. This is this is our definitive rule, and we will not fuck this up. Okay, fine. The Office TV series eight point eight. Parks and Rec IMDb. <laughs> 8.8 for The Office, 8.6 for Parks and Rec. 
That's what I'm talking about. That's a win, baby. Whatever, dude. I'll let you have that one. The Office. All right. So now we're down to uh, Dragon Ball Z and uh, uh, Simpsons. It's DBZ for me. Yeah, that's just personal bias. I, I'm going to go DBZ as well. DBZ versus The Office in the final four. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, and so we've got Breaking Bad versus Game of Thrones. Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad ended better. She also says that's another hard one. That's what she said. Um, she said that's exactly <laughs> what she said. Uh, then she puts, uh, you got Wheel of Fortune versus Survivor. It's Survivor for me. I've watched it since the dawn of time with my grandmother before she passed. It's Survivor for me. Uh, if you split it, you got to find I, it on IMDb, which is insane because there's like 8 million seasons of Survivor. I still watch Survivor. I'd probably say Survivor too, so I'll give that one to you. Okay, so Survivor is where it's at. So now we're down to the final four. You chose The Office, which is yeah. it's your it's at your upset. The Office versus Dragon Ball Z. The Office. He's going Office, ladies and gentlemen. And Breaking Bad versus Survivor. Are we doing two separate ones, me and you? Uh, no, this is. I mean, we're just we're just we're just lightning rounding this. You so you agreed with The Office um, over DVD. I'm a scripted show fan, so yes. Okay. What's the next one? Breaking Bad and Survivor. Breaking Bad. I would agree. Breaking Bad. Because you're a scripted show fan. I am a scripted show fan. I love Survivor, but it's it's The Office and Breaking Bad is where we're at. I think it should be Parks and Rec and Breaking Bad, but that's just me. Uh-huh. And are you going to go to the tail of the tape? Because I'm pretty sure we're probably going to be split on this because you're going to say The Office. Do I like Office or do I like Breaking Bad more? I don't know. I think I would. I think I would go with Breaking Bad. Yeah, no, I, it's definitely the best TV show. I would go The Office because Michael Scott is some of the most amazing. Oh, you're going I'm going Office. Uh, so we know The Office is 8.8. Let's see. Breaking Bad is going to be the, the de facto winner based on IMDb. It's going to be like a 9.1. 9.5. Yep, there it is. Breaking Bad, the DTF podcast, New Day, Feel the Power, greatest TV show of all time. In second place, it is... Uh, <laughs> the office third place dragon ball z fourth place survivor that's a pretty good top four though like if i was on an island and i could only watch four shows i would be totally happy with that for the rest of my life the coconut wife had uh had two of the four she had uh parks and rec which i agree with i would honestly probably have put in parks and rec above all of this um because just like she says parks and rec for life she also put that she loves chris pratt xoxo with a heart because god damn that woman loves some chris pratt uh we had Parks and Rec, Simpsons, Breaking Bad, Survivor. We had Office, DBZ, Breaking Bad, Survivor. That's a hot list. Did you did you see the um, Chris Pratt interview from a couple weeks ago on Jimmy? No. Where Tom Holland was there? I did not, no. So th- those two did a movie together, the animated movie that's yeah, coming yeah, out or whatever. Spies, something about spies, right? Yep. So Chris Pratt's doing an interview and they like, oh, let's, let's get some questions from the audience. And one lady asked something and Huey Lewis was also on the show later. And she's asking about like Huey Lewis songs. And he's like, ma'am, do you think I'm Huey Lewis? And she's like, oh, that's pretty good. Well, is he going to be here later? <laughs> Whatever. But then, then Tom Holland gets up. Right. And he's like, he's like, ah, oh, blah, 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 blah. And then he's like, you know, who's, who do you think is like, your favorite young actor, you know, who do you, who do you think's really good? And he's like, Oh, he says somebody. And he goes, well, what, what about like a Tom? <laughs> well, who's your favorite Tom actor? And he's like, Oh, Tom Hanks. Or no, he says, uh, yeah, he says like Tom Hanks or something like that. And he goes, no, it's a try British. You know? And he's like, Oh, Tom, Tom Hardy. Hardy. 
Tom Hardy. Yeah, he's trying to get him to say Tom. He's trying to get him to say his name, Tom Holland. He's like, oh, Tom Hardy, Tom Hardy. Yeah. He goes, ah, no, you know, maybe somebody else that with with an H and somebody still young. still British. And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he goes, uh, Tom Hiddleston, like Tom Hiddleston. He's like, Jesus Christ! And it's just really funny. you need to look it up. Are you gonna hit me with the swoosh? Swoosh. Tony, what have you been, uh, we've been watching and playing? Uh, I have watched uh, Devs. Watch Devs. I watched all three episodes of that. All three episodes of Devs. I did. And I and Derek Vance Passion falls asleep at a, at a certain point. It's it's a mind fuck, isn't it? It's a lot. It's a dense yeah. show. The wife is still kind of unsold on it. There's parts that she likes, but she's like it's slow as fuck, which means that there's too much to think about for her. Um, has there been a has there been a drop yet though? The the third it's episode's like- got some shit. Okay, so yeah, well, you got through the second episode, and like the guy had died, and spoilers apparently did die. Well, whatever, but you don't even know who the guy is at this point. But um, it, it's like, but there's still not a real idea of what is actually going on. True. Okay, but yeah, so it doesn't change. No, no, no. I mean, there's some shit that happens, but it's not like monumental like that much. So, uh, devs is still really good. I dig it. Um, I uh, I played more Call of Duty Warzone. I got. Uh, our friend Chris Dugan, his first dub. I would I wouldn't say I got it, but him and I duoed it to the finals and won. Um, yeah. I, I would say that I, I influenced him because Chris is is much more of a, 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 a aggressive player, and I tend to be. But in 150 mode, 150 player mode, you got to be a little uh, little softer. You know, you got to wait wait it out. So That's what she said. We uh, we got a dub. Um, still love Warzone. It's a good time. They they introduced solos recently, Tony. I don't know if you saw that. There's solos now, so that's cool. Um, okay. I started playing Ori in the Blind Forest tonight, which obviously I know you've been playing uh, the sequel. Um, Ori in the Blind Forest starts starts pretty good, so I'm excited to play more of that. And I finished a game that I didn't think I'd ever finish. One of the apparently greatest games of all time. I don't fucking know. Um, that's Shadow of the Colossus. Uh, yeah, I don't know how it holds up. I guess necessarily to today's game standards, it's gorgeous. <laughs> like that remaster is real. Yeah, I know it looks great. Uh, but like the camera it, sucked. That, that time in two thousand eight, five. But I don't. I, wow, Jesus. Yeah, Christ. fifteen years old. Um, the, the the camera control sucks. I don't think controlling the horse is all that intuitive. However, the vastness, the quietness, the peacefulness of the world that you're dealing with. I do think the ending is a little convoluted. Like that's a little strange to me. Um, I don't remember. Sure. Uh, spoilers. The ending is you get back after defeating the 16th Colossus, which is not that hard, not near as hard as the 15th Colossus. And uh, these, I don't even know these uh, uh, military, these military men show up. Uh, but your character is all of a sudden consumed by rage and consumed by this hatred and this evil spirit inside of you. And it's, it's a deal. Um, and basically you die and these people leave and blow up the bridge to get to this whole area. And then all of a sudden the woman you've been trying to resurrect this whole time comes back to life. The horse you thought was dead is not dead, just a broken leg. And she finds this baby where you died with horns on it. It's real fucking weird. Yeah. It, it gets out there pretty far. So um, I wouldn't call it one of the greatest games of all time, but it was very good. Yeah. It, it It's, it definitely, lives in a bucket of like this game was doing these things before anybody else was yes i would agree yeah 15 years later i can imagine it doesn't hold up nearly as well but, though but still to, quite good honestly yeah. still quite good so 
Uh, Tony, what about you? I know you've been playing uh, Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Yep. Finished that last night. Um, really good game. I, like I told you, I think on the other one of the other pods, it just ends when you don't want it to. Like I wanted it to keep going. But um, uh, first playthrough, though, ended up at a 96%. So I felt pretty good about that hot. for not really trying that hard to do a completionist run. Um, the game's pretty forgiving. Um, I think you'll like it quite a bit. I don't want to really say anything, especially if, if you haven't played that first one all the way through yet. It's hard not to spoil things. Uh, but other than that, I haven't really been playing much. Um, oh, wait, by the way, got back in World of Warcraft. That's Please a terrible save. idea. It's a real bad idea, but, you know, I'm working from home, and so I got got breaks, I got lunches, I got, you know, nothing else to do, so I, and I got this brand new gaming computer, and what better game to game on than World of Warcraft of all the options out there? Any game in the world that this fucking computer can run any place fucking wow. I booted it up just just because, you know, why not? Um, I wasn't even going to download it, and then, like, somebody texted me and told me that you can basically play up to level free to 20 start, free to yeah. play. so i go uh maybe i'll scratch the edge here and i get in and then i'm like looking at my looking at all my dudes that were like top tier back in the day on the character screen. i'm like oh, i gotta do it so i re-up for a month played i'm like you know what yeah i'm back in the game's a lot better than it was five or six years ago uh for solo play and like storytelling stuff so then i went ahead and i pre-ordered the next expansion oh my god uh here's the deal okay i hit the level cap for the expansions that i did own so then i uh i was looking at like okay if i buy this one it's like 30 bucks which is two two expansions old if i buy up to the current expansion but i you have to still buy them both separately so that's like 80 bucks or i can just spend 90 dollars and i get the pre-order for the next one i get all the other ones i get a couple level boost things so i just took the dive on it and figure what the hell I, I i can't get behind this so i know you can't because you literally don't have a, a thing to play I, it I, soon uh, i mean it'll definitely that'll definitely handle anything can handle there's, there's there's things to, to talk about for that but um that game though like for that game is 16 years old now this year and shit it still goes strong dude it goes hard um they especially in these last couple expansions they really improved the quest lines and like the storytelling for the first time i think in a long time i was actually paying attention to what was going on versus just grabbing every quest i could and doing them so i can see why that still has you know like eight or nine million active subscribers sure yeah, it's crazy. That's a it, it's wow. pretty good. Now, I'm not to the point of addiction where like that's the only game I want to play. But if I'm sitting at the computer on a break or whatever, I'll boot it up and run a few quests. Sure, I feel that. Um, I also watch devs. I've been watching the Twilight movies no, with the kids. No, it's so not guilty pleasure, dude. I love those movies. You and your thousand so that- years, Christina Perry for life. Oh, yo, Christina Perry in that second version with the dude, uh, Stephen, what's his name? I, I have no idea what you're talking about, but yes, sure. Dorf, Dorf would know because it was his wedding song. But, uh, <laughs> that's, that's what I always remember about it. Um, but my daughter's been reading like the Harry Potter books and she likes Twilight. So we, we watched some of the Harry Potters within the last few months. And now we're watching the Twilights. Probably going to go over to the Hunger Games next. We did watch George and in the I- Jungle the other night. That was pretty good. <laughs> Oh, the Brendan Fraser one? Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, that's real good. And what's her name? Uh, Paul Rudd's wife in that no, movie? It's, uh, it's technically Judd Apatow's real life wife. 
That's yeah, but it's Paul Rudd's wife in screen. Uh, in uh, uh, forty. No, nope. knocked up or knocked up. Oh, I don't know. This is forty. This is thirty. Both of those movies, knocked up and this is forty. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, that that is a good. I used to watch it a lot. I used to have the VHS. Old, old Brendo Schrader. The jungle strongest he can be. Remember the like really great B level movies that he had, like George of the Jungle, Blast from the Past, Biodome, uh, Encino Man, Encino Man, Son, uh, Spinal Tap. What was it? Oh, Airhead. Oh, oh, Airhead. Airhead. Yeah. yeah. Loki, you knew what I was talking about. Loki, a great actor. <laughs> Dude, not bad at all, right? I mean, think about who, who the movies that he was in. Like, he was with Adam Sandler. He was with Pauly Shore. He, I mean, he was with the big hits at the time. He was even with Christopher Walken and Elizabeth Hurley. And, yeah. like, he was no joke. He was an actor. Yeah. Alicia Silverstone. Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. Now uh, I'm talking. <laughs> dude, yeah. Now my son. My, yeah. My, my dick's a little hard right now. Thinking about Brendan Fraser yeah, and all the good stuff. That. We got to end the show then. <laughs> You have any walk-ons, my dude? Uh, I, I got my hair cut. Come hell or high water, we always hit the tight 90. Yeah, we do hit the tight 90. Uh, I almost wanted to lead with this next week, but I'm going to walk on it with this week to end it. Tony, I got my hair cut today. Oh, man. Derek is a hard part guy. Nope. Tony? I'm, looks like a hard part to me. I'm growing a mullet. I can't even. I well, can't look, even. Look at it. Look at it. Didn't touch the back. Oh, no. no. Are you starting a WWE career? <laughs> Jesus Christ. What are you doing? The coconut has called me on this bluff for so long of, of telling me, listen, you're losing your hair anyway. Might as well grow it into a fucking mullet. Says it throwaway for so many, so many times. So I told her I was going to call her on it. She's like, no, you're not. Went in today. And I said, all right, Chuck. Cut me up, brother. We're going to go party in the front or business in the front and party in the back. He lined me God, up. Hey, Barbara, even know how to cut a mullet. Oh, dude, it's still a thing. One of the barbers there has a mullet. It's it's a deal, dude. So uh, it's vintage and, you know, vintage is in. Give me. I, I'm only gonna, here's, here's where I'm at is my proclamation. If it doesn't look good, I'm going to let it grow until my birthday. My birthday. Okay, I know, I know what you're doing. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go. <laughs> if, if it if it still looks good by by my birthday, I'm gonna try to enter it into the Iowa State Fair contest. <laughs> <laughs> this is a bunny grab. And I told, it's a money. And I told Dorf that it, either way, if it looked good, hopefully that we could shave some dicks into the side of my head. Oh boy! And then I'm gonna, boy. and then if it doesn't look at the end of it all, Tony, I'm gonna shave it bald, just like you. I can tell you right now, you don't have a good shaped head. I, listen, Ryan Durdorf says otherwise. He has massaged my head multiple times. And that's the biggest podcast for this week. <laughs> oh, God. We are out here. We're out. We out here. We are out here. <laughs> Mullet and all. Oh.